afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the one, the only, the upper echelon of podcast. Get a bucket. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. I always love the love and support. Um, it's an excellent day, windy day. It really is. These trees, eh, they might lose a few branches. They damn sure don't lost a lot of leaves. Now, per usual, we have some interesting developments in the NBA. And of course, my own personal spins. On top of that, a word from our sponsors. Nah, I'm playing. They're really not my sponsor. But I did think the commercial was funny, so I wanted to show you guys that. Just not sure. I wanted y'all to listen. So, you know, chime in, feel free. And again, remember, I'm corny, so I thought it was comical. You might not. It is what it is. Alright, so we have quarter one. You already know we bringing up the NBA updates. Um, the Lakers have replaced the Celtics as the number one team in the NBA. That's right. We are actually, I'm a Laker fan. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. So we are actually boasting a top 10 offense and defense. Usually that spells for the champion contenders. Like, So we're, we're, we're looking kind of nice. Like we're actually looking pretty damn decent. Um, this is the quickest, I repeat, the quickest a LeBron James super team, if you want to classify this as one, like this is the first time that a real team like this has come together and performed well, this is the quickest that has ever happened, like you can look at the Cavs, it did not take this quickly for them to gel well, you can look at the Miami Heat, it did not take them this long to look to look well, matter of fact, I think they were like 9 and 7 or 8, it was like 9 and 8 or 8 and 9 at one point, so it's actually remarkable how the team is performing very well and you can thank a lot of that to the veterans that we have um the young guns you know like some of the shooters that we have anthony davis of course and of course our rebounding like we actually are a well put together team here's my issue though the lakers are close to their potential than the other teams like we are we are seeing in my estimation close to what could be the best basketball of the lakers like the rest of the league has much more to offer. They have newer pieces. They're younger, so you know you're trying to figure out get the egos out of the way. This is more of a veteran type team, right? Like we have, like, like for example, we've seen the big games from Dwight Howard, Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, JaVale McGee, and Rondo. We've seen solid games from each of those players, and you already know what you're getting from Braun and AD. So. The main thing was could the supporting cast help those two players get to the threshold. And I think we've seen that. And on the defensive end, we've seen them perform as well. So we've seen a couple of things that can really kind of expose the Lakers. Um, namely, I think, you know, teams such as the Clippers, the Rockets, the Jazz, even though they lost badly, the Jazz still. Um, Portland to a less degree, to a much less degree. Like, I, I need to see more from Portland. But... You know, teams like that, and I'm just talking about the Western Conference. I don't want to get to the finals just yet. But those type of teams could cause problems because, you know, on the perimeter, they can beat you. And the Lakers do struggle along the perimeter. And shooting is kind of a concern. Like, we like we know that. So unless they make trades, unless someone goes on a drastic spurt, they're going to probably struggle in that area. So be mindful of that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, they're... Their format is really going to be as follows. Use AD early, pick and roll with Braun, and you have your spot-up shooters, 
and you rely on your depth at the athletic big or for, with the athletic bigs for rebounds. Like I'm just saying, it's it shouldn't be that complicated. We've seen the Lakers. Now, I'm not gonna say they, they they can reach more. They can reach more. Don't get me wrong. Like Kyle Kuzma can become better in this, that, and the third. Um, KCP can and Danny and uh, not KCP, Danny Green, and Avery Bradley can all become studs and average about 12 points a game. Like maybe that could occur, and maybe they can get to a different plateau. But I don't foresee that actually occurring. Like that that's not really possible for me. Suns and Hornets are still in playoff contention. Um, I will say this: the Hornets may drop once the Nets come back fully healthy. Uh, do watch out for that. But those are actually surprising stories in the league because, again, it's the Hornets led by Jordan, who was considered arguably one of the worst owners in the league. And then, of course, you know the Suns are the Suns. Like they, they've been drafting quite low for quite some time. So it would assume that you know by by now they should be on. Part at least make some noise, which is what they're doing. Very surprising. Also, some upcoming games on Wednesday we have the Wolves versus Jazz and the Celtics versus Clippers. I do want to see those games. Those actually are playoff contending games. Um, Friday we have the Celtics versus Nuggets and Rockets versus Clippers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a rematch, and hopefully Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will be in those games. Saturday, we have the Heat versus the 76ers. That's right, Jimmy's returning back to Philly. Will he get booed? Will he get loved? Who wins that game? And then also the Suns versus the Wolves. I cannot believe we're, we're saying this, but these are two playoff teams now. We have to give them respect, put some respect on it. We're not sleeping. As Kendrick Perkins said, the thermostat is about 75. TV, but for me, the TV is blasting. And, you know, we pay attention to them damn Wolves and Suns. Alright, so we have Melo returning to the Portland Trail Blazers. And he actually didn't do too bad his first game back after like a year. Okay, he put up 10 points on 4-14 shooting, 2 of 3 from 3, and he gave you 5 turnovers. So, what I'm looking at is a scorer for you. Capable rebounder. Maybe a little playmaker, but I'm not really banking on it too much. Like he's gonna be your helpful scorer that can get you about 15 a game. That's what I saw. Um, Melo did give us a few comments though off the interview. Melo, go ahead and tell us how you feeling, baby. It felt great to just be back into the Florida game, uh, be back on the court, be back to. You know what? I agree. It is good to feel wanted. Like, 
I know it's your job. You want to feel appreciated and respected. Uh, both Melo did not receive. Both of which no, both of which Melo did not receive. Excuse me. Someone with his credentials getting blackballed like that just shows no one's safe. Like it's cutthroat out here in this world. That's just further evidence that you you should know that already. But you know, again, re-emphasis, right? Um, that's like. He went through a little backstabbing back in the day, um, but he was able to come out of this, you know, fairly decent, got a chance to start anew, good shit, Mello, really do appreciate you and everything you support, like, at, at the age of 35, Mello has to start looking out for himself, and you look out for the team as well, but you gotta put yourself first. Because he wants to have his ass in the league for a little while longer. So you need to sit up there. You need, you might want to be a little political nowadays, you know? Like, you might want to sit up there and listen to the coach here and there, like, a little more. Like, scale back on what you say. Like, tailor it back. Like, play the game right. Play the game effectively and professionally. And I think we'll see Melo in the league for at least three more seasons. Because he's at least a quality role player. I mean, hell, Vince Carter's out there shooting his tail off. You mean tell me Melo cannot learn how to do the exact same thing? And mind you, Melo was more of a polished player than Vince. So, I see Melo being in the league, quality credentials, Hall of Fame career, and he can stay in the league for a few more seasons. Seems plausible to me. Alright, halftime ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and get your popcorn, get your food, get your water, get your beer, get whatever you need to. Matter of fact, stay tuned because we got a nice little commercial for you coming up. It might be a little funny because I was just telling you to get some snacks. Deets nuts. Ugh. Deets nuts. Deets are watching. Deets nuts. Those are nuts. Deets nuts are nut nuts. Deets nuts are meat nuts. And get one of those? Go ahead. Hey, Chris. How do you tonight's taste? Are they delicious? What a fun snack. Deets and Watson. These nuts are meat nuts. Meat nuts. Ha! Got it! Ha! Got it! Yeah, man, like I said, that's you. <laughs> Uh, that gives me every time. I don't know how they can. I don't know how they allowed to come up with a commercial like that. Meat nuts. Like what? Oh my god! Can we throw pause on that whole commercial? I just wanted to share that with y'all. Like I said, I saw it on TV. I was watching. It, I was like, that's hilarious. Golden. All right. So we're gonna talk about Braun for quarter three now. Shout out to Braun real fast. You know he has received a triple double against every team in the NBA and that's been an accomplishment by only him so you know shout outs to him you gotta give credit when credit's due he got a little shout out on my Instagram page as well at get underscore a underscore bucket underscore pod again I will be changing that just don't know when yet now this Lakers team that Braun is currently on reminds me wait for it of the Heat team in 06 with D Wade at the helm um you gotta remember, and I'm not saying it's an exact match. It's not a direct correlation of one. Like, I'm just just hear me out, folks. Cause I know some of y'all like, what the hell are you talking about, right? So, reason why I say that, you have 
a young dynamic force in Anthony Davis. You had that with D. Wade. You have a quality veteran who is still capable of putting up all-star type numbers in Braun, and you had that in Shaquille O'Neal. Now, following, what do you have? You got Kyle Kuzma. All right, cool. He's a young, streaky shooter. I don't know who I want to classify him as, right? But, I mean, and then you have a bunch of veterans. Like, you have your Jared Dudleys. You have your Dwight Howards. You have your JaVale McGee's. Like, you have a bunch of quality veterans who are actually playing their roles. Now, on the Heat, who did they have? Udonis Haslam. He was a young, up-and-coming player. So, maybe Kyle Kuzma can be that because Udonis was solid on the baseline mid-range. So, uh, Eddie Jones, decent shooter. I, you know, Jason Capono, decent shooter. Uh, Alonzo Mourning, quality backup big man. Like, he was actually, you could actually make the case he was a, he was a better defender than Shaq. No, not make the case. He was a better defender than Shaq. Like, that's easy. Uh, again, you stay Shaq. Gary Payton, quality veteran. Wayne Simeon, eh, he was okay. Antoine Walker, quality veteran. Jason Williams, white, aka White Chocolate, who just recently had a birthday. Shout out to you and thank you for liking the post. He was up so he was also on the team. Darrell Wright, he was also on the team. Like, you have quality players across the board who know their role. And that's the same way this Lakers team has been constructed. So it's 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 not baffling to say the state that you know the two teams are very similar now the main the main thing stopping the Lakers as I stated earlier would be the health their own shooting and then facing teams with a quality perimeter game who aren't too bad on the interior themselves so I'm bringing up Braun because I want to state the following. Um, I had a quote-unquote barbershop talk, if you will. My friend's uh, dad cut, was, has been cutting my hair. Shout out to him. And um, he asked me, uh, He made. I made a statement, you know, there are five players who you can make the case are better than Braun. And I want to list those players off right now. And of course, I'm making these like, wow, you know, we're he everyone's healthy, right? So you have KD, that's a no-brainer. Uh, Kawhi, he, he beat Braun. And he plays both ends of the floor at an elite level. And he's also starting to pass the ball pretty well. Anthony Davis, who's also on Braun's team. He defends better. He can score better. Only thing he probably cannot do better is playmate. But every other facet of the game, Anthony Davis can probably do better than LeBron James. So, his ass is up there. He just has not been on the championship teams that Braun has. Like, And when, and when Anthony Davis did have that... Remember, Boogie Cousins went down, so do want to remind you of that. Giannis, he's a three-point jump shot away from being the best in the league. And he's the defending MVP. Yes, best player. He's better than Braun. Right now, right now, right now. Um, Embiid, when healthy, is the best center. Nobody was able to stop him. He was putting up like 30 and 15 type numbers against quality centers and teams. Just saying. That's another one. Like, you can even throw, I'm not, and, and this is where it kind of gets a little tricky because those those five players I just listed play offense and defense. You can list players like Russ, Steph, Harden. Those players also, you can make an argument, are 
better than Braun. I don't think they are. Steph has that best case. Maybe Harden because of his offensive game, but he doesn't play defense well enough. So Steph and Harden are the only two on that that, that you can make the case for. I don't think Russ, although that's more so for the statisticians. But I'm saying all this to say there are players out there who you can make the case for that are better than Braun and you don't look like a dumbass. Like, the first five, yes. The next three that I just named, questionable-ish. Um, and then even some of the younger players, like I threw out Luka Doncic to my friends Barber, and I let him know he's not better than Braun. But if you do Luka on the Lakers, I promise you, they're getting what, uh, one to three seed? Like, have you not seen what Luka's been doing? Hell, you can look at Trey Young. That's a three to five seed if he's on the Lakers right now. And if the Lakers are contending for the playoff, they would be a three to five seed in the West. Like Kyrie, he'd be, they'd be a two to four seed. Devin Booker, oh my God. He would put them in the one to three seed category. And he has the Suns in the five seed in the West right now without DeAndre Ayton. I'm just saying, you have players out there who if they're put in broad scenarios, they'll perform possibly just as well. And I'm talking about the younger players. Like the younger players. So, we got to be mindful of these type of notions that, oh, Braun is. I'm not, I'm not knocking Braun at all. Like he's been doing a phenomenal job for the Lakers this year. However, he's also on a quality team and usually is. The last time he was not on a quality team was the year before he went 60-plus wins on the Cavs. And I'll give you the first year as a fluke, but the second year, hell no. That's consistency. So, like I said, that's the last time he has not been on a quality team. And last year is not an exception. It is an exception because everyone was injured. Quarter four. Speaking of Giannis and how he's, you know, better than Braun, I will say they do have some similarities. Both of them are, both of them can't shoot a free throw. Like, Giannis is airballing free throws. Like, I'm not going to say consistently, but it's to the point now where you got to look at him like, buddy, you got to do better. Like, I'm sorry. You're the, you're the former MVP. You cannot be airballing free throws consistently the way you're doing. Um... That I don't know if it's mental at this point. Because here's the thing, he's been he's been knocking down more threes. He's been knocking down more threes. But yet airballing free throws. I'm 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 not getting it. I'm not getting it at all. He needs to correct that. That kind of reminds me of like the the Shaq days. And can you remember like Shaq wasn't again, I'm a Laker fan, so I studied this all the time. The best way to stop Shaq was to foul his ass. That was the best way. Get some low-budget, low-roll player. Get him to foul. You got five fouls like that. Make him to the free and send him to the free throw line. He shot. He'd be fortunate to shoot 50%. The static is 60. And I don't even know what the hell would happen if he got 70%. But uh, you get the point. The man was a terrible free throw shooter. Now... That's the same scenario with Giannis. And to me, I'm looking at the Bucks trying to, they need to mirror the Lakers in a sense, where you have your Superman, because ironically, you know, Shaq's nickname was Superman, and he deemed that to Giannis. You have Bledsoe, who can play the Derek Fisher role, 
maybe not as much on the offensive end, but to be fair, it's not like D. Fish was like a bucket and some change. Like he hit a clutch shot. That's what D. Fish was. He was a clutch shot in defense for it. So Bledsoe is better defensively and a little bit less on the offensive end. He can drive a little better though. So, but you have a comparison right there. Then you have your spacers like your Robert Ory. Okay. The only thing they're missing is they Kobe. I don't think Milton gets it done for you. If they cannot find that 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 Kobe type role to take the pressure off Giannis, because Giannis, granted, Giannis is taking more shots, cool, got you. But until they can find someone to take the pressure off Giannis, they not winning a chip. Which then says, if you're not winning a chip, is Giannis going to stay? I don't believe so, because he wants to win rings. He's got the MVP already. He's young. He wants. He's hungry. He wants ring. So why not get a ring? It's either you find someone to it's either you find somehow to get Middleton out of there and get somebody else. Or Giannis leaves. That's the only way I see it happening. Like that's the all you either trade Middleton or you lose Giannis. And then once you lose Giannis, you better find something to replace you better find something to give like two at least two people to give you the same production that Giannis can give you. You have to. Or else you failed miserably. That's the only way. And then by that time, Chris Middleton is too old to the point where you need to just trade him anyways. And you just need to rebuild. So the Bucks are it. Like, this is a critical year. Like, like the next year to two, actually, because he's a free agent next year. So this year and next year are going to be quite critical for them. If they can't get it with Chris Middleton, which I don't think they will, then you need to seriously consider making a trade for somebody in hopes to keep Giannis or else you'll lose him next year. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you all for listening to the one and only Get a Bucket Podcast. As Again, I am your host, Trey. And, you know, continue to show love and support on the podcast. I really do appreciate you guys on the questionnaire that I sent out about last week's episode. So, you know, I might send it out again this week or might not. I'm going to see how it goes. Uh, again, thank you all for the love and support. Continue to watch basketball. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. All right. See you guys.